Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Zig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Fighting the enemies of freedom. The enemies of freedom are alive and well, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome inside the Thursday edition of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Here from AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios on this Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone in this hour of the program. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, how you doing today? Uh, not too bad. Do you, you have a ranch? I do have a ranch, yes. I do absolutely have a ranch. And my next guest has actually been to the ranch. So let's go to our next guest, David Codria. My first guest, not next guest, first guest, David Codria, only guest for the hour. David, welcome back to the program this week. Love hearing your voice on the show. Could bring you in every single day. But we have a lot to talk about because you and I never get a chance to finish everything. Right now, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was, I was just telling Greg uh, that uh, you guys can't get rid of me. So. I don't want to get rid of you. You're a fan favorite for a reason, and you keep putting out super high-quality information that people need to know about beyond the columns. And ladies and gentlemen, it's real simple to find everything David writes. WarOnGuns.com. WarOnGuns.com. That's your gateway to everything that David writes. If you want to go direct over to Ammo Land, just search David Codria Ammo Land. Bam. And all of his columns will pop up for you. But the one, David, that I want to talk with you about today, you had sent me the other day, and it hadn't yet been published. So it wasn't something that we could talk about. We want to obviously give you the courtesy of getting it out there and letting people see this. But it's about Trump's prosecutor being a typical leftist gun grabber. You're putting a take on this that I haven't seen anybody else discuss, and I wanted to talk with you about it today for the hour. They're not discussing it probably because uh, you know it's it's not popular among the media. They they don't talk about what you and I talk about on this program, and, and we well know that. Otherwise, this program would not be so unique, would it? No, and obviously we know why they don't want to talk about these things because it destroys their narrative. There's no question about that, and they don't want us to know her background. Now, I have to be honest with you, and I know you know what I'm going to say here because you texted it to me. Georgia, I know, I know, because your article, (laughs) David's article is titled Trump's Georgia prosecutor is a typical leftist gun grabber. And I've been saying this throughout the week. While I'm not defending Georgia, the state that gave you, let's be honest here, Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, these two goofballs who are just rubber stamping everything Joe Biden does. But it's Fulton County and DeKalb County, primarily in the state of Georgia, that is causing the problems. And she is not, as I said before, a Georgia prosecutor. She is 
a DA from Fulton County, which is in Georgia. But having said that, let's get into some of the meat and bones here on this on this woman, Fanny Willis, and what you found out and, and what it is you lay out so eloquently in your piece over at Ammo Land today. Well, I think the uh, the first bit of information that, that's kind of being glossed over is she had a radical background upbringing because she's the daughter of a former Black Panther. And you just find that acknowledged in a story here or there. But what you don't find is elaboration on what that actually meant to her growing up. And what people have to understand is that the Black Panthers, uh, they're they're not doing that. I said, because perhaps because in-your-face communism may play well in race-obsessed Democrat urban enclaves, but a politician who's ready for primetime as... Fani appears to be, okay, still needs to have things toned down for middle America, which isn't quite ready for more radical implications of Panther ideology, okay? And that ideology includes black nationalism, black power, Marxism, Leninism, Maoism, okay, womanism, anti-imperialism, intercommunalism, whatever the heck that means. And one that uh, shouldn't surprise us too much is that, that they also uh, listed gun rights. Okay, but here, here's the thing about communists and gun rights, because I've had a uh, Marxist approach me on Twitter and say, see, you know, we're, we're really not that different. We, we want guns, too. And no, 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 that, that's you're trying to trick the useful idiots with that one, because you want guns until you get power and then you want to take them away from everyone and control them. And there has never been one communist regime where that was not the case and where genocide has not ensued. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, in fact, uh, you hear that a lot on the Sunday Monster cast when we talk with Justin Moon, whose family knows a little bit about that, whose family was taken prisoner by the communists in North Korea and whose father was saved by none other than this country. So let's dig a little deeper into the Black Panther issue here in this segment. Tell us a little bit about Black Panther history as it relates to the gun issue, because I have defended the Black Panther's right to keep and bear arms publicly and openly here in the state of Georgia on marches, etc., because I believe all Americans have an inherent right to keep and bear arms as long as everybody is playing by the same rules, as long as those individuals are not prohibited, etc. Am I wrong in that? No, you're absolutely right in that. And uh, I took some heat, geez, Mark, uh, 25 years ago when uh, we had uh, one of the pioneering gun rights websites. It was called guntruths.com. It's no longer there. Right. But it was, it was put together by myself and, and some friends, including uh, from the now-defunct Lawyer Second Amendment Society, and I wish we'd have one of those again. And, and my piece was called What the Panther Taught the Eagle. And it was about some armed black protesters. They were Panthers uh, that, that were protesting the dragging death of a black man in Jasper, Texas. I guess these yokels uh, hooked him up to a truck and dragged him to death. And I, I thought that they were being perfectly appropriate in a show of armed solidarity, saying this will not happen. You know, you can take that back to the deacons for self-defense. 
in the South who armed up and protected sharecroppers and and, and uh, their community against the predations of the Klan. And you and I discussed this, and we took some heat on Armed American Radio, and I took some in an ammo land column where we were defending the uh, the armed black activist who showed up at Stone Mountain, okay, right. and uh, with the qualifier, as you say, as as long as people are acting peaceably and in defense of themselves, no one uh, who is a legitimate freedom activist has, has any kind of beef with that whatsoever. Where you run into objecting to it is when that turns into aggression, that turns into threats. And I think we saw one Yahoo from the group was uh, aiming a rifle. Uh, at the top and, of the mountain. He was in a, yeah, a need-prone position with his rifle aimed at the top of the mountain. I remember the conversation like it was yesterday. And, and, and that, that was totally uncalled for, and I wouldn't expect me to be able to get away with it. So if I don't expect me to be able to get away with it, I don't expect anybody to be able to get away with it. Not that I would do that. Why did they get away with it? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that, uh, uh, you know, people want to keep things toned down. And, and there, there's certain times when, you know what, you you can't confront immediately because the, it creates a danger. However, I will say that didn't stop them from coming in months after the fact against many J6 protesters, did it? No, you know, as we prepare to go to the break here, let me dig a little bit deeper to the Panthers. I'm going to go into my memory banks here. And, David, you, you might, be, uh, might be in a position to correct me if I'm wrong on this. But I believe the Black Panthers were founded in 1966 in Oakland, California. Is that right? Uh, uh, you know, if, if you say so. Their original name was the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. And I'll look at this during the break. I'm not going to go into it right now while we're live, but I'll check it out during the break. But, you know, they've always viewed themselves, viewed themselves as a militant black organization. Have they not? And there, and there's the new iteration, the new Black Panther Party, which right. I guess uh, there, there's a schism between them and the original Black Panther Party. But we also, I, I want to talk about Bobby, uh, Bobby Rush when you get back to. Yeah, but the reason I bring that up is because now I don't know how old Fannie Willis is, but if she was raised with that background, she was raised in an older militant Black Panther Party ideology i would assume has the ideology changed with the new black panther party from its founding back in the 60s david i don't know yeah i i i i know that there is a uh there is a schism between the two and you know, what the exact nature of that is i i can't tell you uh, maybe a little bit of nuance that matters maybe a little bit of nuance that doesn't matter i'm going to look that up during the break and get a little bit, see if I can get a little bit better information on that as we push forward. And you wanted to talk about Bobby Rush as well. When we come back, David Kodria from up in, in Ohio where the weather's really nice. And I, David, I hope you're kicked back and relaxed for the next three segments. We'll be right back.
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, and precision. Mark Walters here filling your prescription for freedom on the Daniel Defense microphone. Live from AAR Ranch, the six-hour studios. It's all brought to you by X Insurance, continuing the conversation with David Kodria. David, I, so I, I jumped during the break over to the National Museum of African American History and Culture from the Smithsonian. It's going to be kind of tough to argue with this one. The Black Panther Party challenging police and promoting social change. Founded in 1966 in Oakland, California, the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense was the era's most influential militant. There's that word again. Black power organizations. Its members confronted politicians, challenged the police, and protected black citizens from brutality. The party's community service programs, called survival programs, provided food, clothing, and transportation. Rather than integrating American society, members wanted to change it fundamentally. For them, black power was a global revolution. I'll let you take it from there, having set that up. But it was 1966, and their self-described militant organization. They've always been armed. And uh, during the break, also, uh, I, I sent you, and you obviously didn't have time to look at it, uh, but but I sent you a link to the Wikipedia entry about the new Black Panther Party. And that's the one. It's an American black nationalist organization founded in 1989. And what's not clear to me, and also this, this is, uh, it's been decried by the original Black Panther Party. It says it has no legitimacy. There is no new Black Panther Party. And it's accused of racism, anti-Semitism, and, and, uh, and the Southern Poverty Law Center and U.S. Commission on Civil Rights and Anti-Defamation League all classify it as a hate group. And, you know, I have have problems with the ADL and with SPLC uh, because they have classified of people that uh, you know parents that want to protect their children as haters. They've they've classified you know Mike Vanderbilt as a hater. Uh, you know it, it's like uh, what are you going to do with these people? They want to conflate everybody with being a hater. Although in this case there's there's probably some truth to it. But what I don't know now is reading the uh, reference that uh, that Fanny is the daughter of a Black Panther. I don't know if the authorized journalist knows the difference between the original Black Panther Party and the new Black Panther Party. So I can't sit here now and say with any kind of certainty right. which group her father was a member of. Yeah, I, I can't either. Um, it's impossible to get into people's heads as well, but it's important that it's mentioned, and I'm glad you brought it up here. At least people know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can go out and find this stuff for yourself. It's out there, and you can start with David's column. Let me give you the head of this column again. Trump's Georgia, <clears throat> excuse me, Trump's Georgia prosecutor <laughs> is a typical leftist gun grabber. Uh, Trump's Georgia prosecutor is a typical leftist gun grabber. And I'll pull a quote out of here from her, because you talk about her position on firearms. And I think it equates well with what you said about the Marxists that, hey, you know, we have a lot in common. We like we want to own guns, too, as you explained. And she said, uh, so the answer is not as simple as we just need to arm more women. Oh, that's from William Kirk. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. She is her basic position here on firearms is that there are too many firearms in the wrong hands and she goes on to talk about domestic if you're in a domestic situation a gun makes you more i don't know what exact word i don't want i'm paraphrasing her i'm not giving you the exact quote but you mentioned it in the column and then you go on to talk a little bit about her position on gun rights go ahead and take it away here 
because she made it very clear, essentially, that it's guns for me, not for thee, correct? Sure. And and before I get into that, just to put an exclamation point on on the Black Panthers themselves, uh, I did want to talk for a minute about Bobby Rush, who was a member of the original Black Panther Party, and he became a Democrat congressman from Illinois. Uh, He had... Earlier in his in his checkered career, served six months for carrying a gun into a police station, and he didn't do that with uh, peaceable intent. But once he became a Democrat politician, he became one of the premier gun banners in the Congress. Okay, so that's that's that background there to kind of set up the mindset and all that. But yes, she was she was talking about how uh, domestic disputes. That, that guns just always make things worse. And in fact, that's not the case. It depends on uh, where the household is. And it also depends, and we, we got into William Kirk of Washington Gun Law, uh, saying that it's not as simple as just we need to arm more women, but you need training. You need responsibility. You need you know training opportunities uh, you know, to, so that people know what they're doing. And then, of course, if you do that, domestic violence would likely plummet. So she was lying about that. But the the true crux of her agenda, and this will go back to a frequent spot that you do with Mr. Gottlieb, she says, I think we have to have some serious conversations about something that's not popular. Everybody doesn't need a gun. Okay, and you know, you know yourself, Alan Gottlieb's commercial, it's not the bill. It's not the bill of needs. It's the bill of rights. rights. Yeah, so uh, there's the quote, ladies and gentlemen, here in the column from uh, from David. I think that we need to have some serious conversations about something that's not popular. Everybody doesn't need a gun. But she, you go even farther, and I love this. Ladies and gentlemen, just pointing out the hypocrisy here from this woman. The thing is, she clearly thinks she needs them. Quoting, since the 2020 election, Trump supporters have dispatched such a high volume of threats that while the Fulton County District Attorney has long had a protection detail, the group of officers protecting Willis is larger and continuous. When Willis goes to dinner or does some shopping or hits the gym before sunrise, her security detail is there. Now, you point out that it hasn't been established, quoting from you, that there's a high volume of actionable threats versus racist insults. And without arrests, prosecutions and convictions, it's impossible to tell if they came from genuine enemies versus how many are actually hate hoaxes designed to fuel divisiveness and inflame racial tension. I would go so far as to also point out that how many of them are also set up. We never know that. How does this all tie together? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I read, you know, the uh, threats and I said, well, you know, I'm not sure where the threats are because you'd think that they could document them and, and be actual threats. You know, I've had people say you're making a threat when you say that you wouldn't mind to see something happen to somebody. But that's not the same as a threat or calling someone a name and even a vile name is not a threat. And and also, you know, the, the name that came to mind was Jesse Smollett. You know, there are plenty of hate hoaxes and there are books that you can read you know to find out about all this but the bottom line is that she goes wherever she goes with an armed security detail paid for by your tax dollars okay and she's sitting there saying that she wants to be the arbiter of whether or not you need a gun which also means that she has appointed herself as all the gun grabber democrats have and that's a redundancy Um, right but they're not only going to determine whether or not you need a gun they're going to determine what kind of guns they're going to allow you to have where when under what conditions 
And that's just, you know, that's just ridiculous. She's got hers, and uh, you can't have yours. And if you're the one who foots the bill for it, that's too bad, because guess what? She's the ruler. They're the rulers. And that's just, this is just the type of person who is prosecuting Trump based on what really happened. What did he really tell uh, Raffensperger? Is that how you said how you pronounce his name? I don't, I don't have that in front of me the right, right now. The right way, yeah, that's the right way to pronounce it. We're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, I want to go to Donald Trump and Trump supporters. I wonder how many threats Donald Trump gets. And what are they trying to do by mentioning threats and guns? How does this tie together? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. When we come back, David Codria, we'll put it together for you. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back. Mark Walters here with you at AAR Ranch in the six-hour studios in front of this Daniel Defense Platinum and very powerful microphone. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners that make these shows possible. We're now in our 15th year for a reason. Them and you. And us. Support them, please. You can find all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Pick up that MyPillow 2.0 pillow. That thing's just fun to have because it really does work. Use the promo code AAR. Same one we use here at the ranch. Just had some Defender Coffee delivered today. David, did you get a Defender Coffee delivery today? Uh, I'm not sure if it came today. I've uh, I've got one sitting on the counter right now, though. All right. Well, you, I think you have more coming because I did get a notification that there was a delivery and that one wasn't for here. So it must be for you or maybe uh, Dr. Hawkins or I don't know, maybe Neil McCabe or some of our regular contributors that also get Defender Coffee. David, um, let's talk a little bit about threats and the threat of threats and hypocrisy here. Because when you see I, I can equate this also to someone like Shannon Watts. I get threats from the gun game, you know, the gun groups all the time. I have to handle arm security. <laughs> and th- we see the same thing here with Fannie Willis. This is what their technique is. This is their tactic, is to paint anybody that supports her political opponents as a radical gun nut, which is what they're trying to do to all of Trump's supporters. And it's okay for me. It's not for thee. I'm going to point out that I get lots of threats. That's why I need all my guns. Not like none of us get any threats when we're out in the real world every day and we don't have taxpayer funded security, but we're responsible for our own self-defense. But isn't this a political technique that they're using to try to demonize all gun owners? Isn't this part of the bigger picture that's going on out there right now with this administration from January 6th all the way on down? Everybody disagrees with us is bad. Take it away. Yeah, you, you, you can see, you know, statements from Attorney General Merrick Garland and from FBI Director, you know, Christopher Wray, and they're all basically saying that uh, white nationalists are the biggest threat and trying to paint everybody who's not a member of the Democrat Party as a white nationalist. Uh, there's this demonization going on. The thing that struck me about this particular case is that before 
the indictment was released, there were headlines I was seeing on the major, major uh, news sites about how security was being beefed up for the release of the indictment. Like there was somehow we were expecting, you know, MAGA, you know, extremists in buffalo hats to march and break into the building and start a riot okay which is you know not what you know it, it just this is the way they're trying to portray so we need to beef up security because we're anticipating there's going to be violence and i, I don't know when the last time you saw uh republicans burning a city well i can't recall in fact i was just going to mention that they're hanging their hat on january 6th and that's all they have is January 6th. And January 6th, Republicans weren't burning a city. More importantly, Republicans weren't burning multiple cities that they control. And Republicans weren't killing people and rioting in the streets. Or I'm sorry, I, I said rioting. I meant peacefully protesting with fires behind them in those cities. This is all part. Again, the, the mainstream media comes into play here because that's who's carrying the water for this and enabling them to paint this picture. And what I fear is that it's effective, that it's working. How do you see this play out? How do you see what's well, yeah, going it, on in Atlanta playing out, taking all of this it, into consideration? What, what, what matters is not what they say and whether or not what they say is true. It's whether or not what they say and gets picked up as a narrative and repeated by all of the influencer outlets and beamed into the skulls of millions upon millions of American voters, what sticks with them. If they just hear the headline, that's what they're going to assume is true. So, so you know, many times that is the case. That's what they're counting on. So they don't care if they come up with an outright lie, like the, the greatest killer of children is guns. And they're including in that figure, you know, 18, 19 year old gangbangers who have records as long as your arm that no gun control law could possibly affect uh, their behavior or their conduct or what they're doing. And yet the image that they put in the in the minds of Mr. and Mrs. America is little Timmy and little Sally are being killed by guns. Okay, that, that's that's part of what they do. Well, yeah, it's part of it's it's part of what they do. It's also how they do it. Sure. And Biden, for example, will repeat the lie that you just mentioned. Well, we have lots of them, but let's use that one: that guns are the leading cause of death of children. He's been fact checked. I mean, I've lost count how many times, even by left wing outlets who have said that's not true. Uh, now, many of them, many of their pundits continue to report that. OK, but I mean, every, what he says about, quote unquote, assault weapons or, you, you know, Second Amendment doesn't mean you can this. You can. He's been fact checked on these lies, but they continue to repeat it because even while you might even have some left wing pundits that might call it out, that's what lends them some credibility. Oh, well, or was so and so talked about it. We called that out, but they continue to report the lies. And therein lies the danger with so many headline surfers in this country that do just what you said. They see that headline and they believe it by the millions. And that is the game. That's the game that they're playing. And that's when I say that they're in this for the long game. This this is part of it. it's part and parcel of what they're doing and how they're doing it. And it is, effective, you know, my, David, it is reaching people, sadly. 
my, my, my wife's brother is visiting us uh, for a good portion of the summer. He lives down in Florida and uh, comes here to escape the oppressive heat and humidity down there in central Florida. And he's always welcome here. But one of the things that we do with him is uh, we'll watch old movies. And just, just this last week, do you know what movie we watched, Mark? We watched Gaslighting. And if you have not, you know, if if your if your listeners haven't seen this, I can't recommend it highly enough. Charles Boyer, Ingrid Bergman, and Gaslighting. Just catch it, look at it. It's about this guy that uh, he's an evil guy trying to drive his wife crazy for mm-hmm. for criminal motivations, and convincing her that she's the one who's crazy. And what we see happening here in mass is. Grass, uh, gaslighting writ large on a mass scale by the politicians and by the media. David, it's effective. Sure. It works. If you want proof of that, ladies and gentlemen, there are Americans out there who now think that they don't know what bathroom to use. They've got people thinking. There's, there's people out there that believe men can breastfeed. There are people out there that believe men can get pregnant. It's, it's utter insanity. You know, I was talking with my neighbor yesterday, David. I see, you know, it's funny because when you and I were kids, we knew what bathroom to use and we knew which one we were going to get in trouble if we went into. We knew which locker room to go into and we knew which one that if we did go into, we would get in trouble for going into it. But it's the effectiveness of gaslighting. There are people out there that now believe that there's not just men, not just women, but there's all kinds of different genders. Uh, and it is it is truly effective. And gaslighting at its very core has you th- thinking to yourself, my God, could this be true? Is this is this real? Am I missing sure, you're, something? You're, you're doubting yourself. You're doubting what that's you know. You're doubting what impact. you see. That is yeah. the psychological impact, and that's what they're doing to such. And they are doing it. Sadly, we'll be honest here. They're doing it to great effect. And they've been doing it with us as gun owners for many, 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 many years. We're not. This is not new to us. This is why we talk about it all the time, folks. And and here's 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 the thing. Because they they consider themselves progressive and tolerant and inclusive and diverse and all that, which is just uh, their way of projecting the fact that they're repressive and regressive and exclusionary. But in order to try to accommodate them, Republicans and conservatives try to bend over backwards to appear that that we're not the bigots and the racists and the and the homophobes and the xenophobes that they are going to accuse us of no matter what we do. And I just saw a tweet go out the other day from a uh, NRA director. Okay, and I'm not going to mention the name right now. I want to I want to investigate it and investigate it a little further before I do that. Wait, Um, hold on. Hold on, David. Hold it. Hold it. Yeah, let's talk after the break. I want to hear about that tweet. I think I might know who it's from. And we won't mention names right now. Nonetheless, David Codria, one more segment. We'll wrap up this conversation and we'll see what else we can talk about for the next few minutes. We'll be right back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, guys, get on that Daniel Defense mail list. That thing is really fun to read. It's real simple. Just visit DanielDefense.com. 
join the mail list, you'll get maybe two emails at most a month. And you're going to be waiting for them to come in. It's just one of those emails because everything that's on there is just so cool. And you're going to want it. It's fun to see. It's great stuff. Maybe you'll want to save up for some of it. Maybe you can get it right now. Maybe it's a limited edition something. But it's something that you'll wait and open with a cup of coffee or something like that because it's fun to read. DanielDefense.com. And you can also visit the DoubleDFoundation.org and support them over there. Five bucks goes a long way. Couch change goes a long way in bringing the kids up that are coming out behind us that will continue this battle. The TheDoubleDFoundation.org and Daniel Defense. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Daniel Defense, Mike, it's all brought to you by X Insurance. David, let's wrap up the discussion here and move to something else if we have time. It, you know, Who knows? We'll just go where the clock takes us. But you wanted to talk about a tweet that went out by an NRA director. I think I might know who it is because it's one that tweets fairly regularly. Go ahead. Yeah, basically the uh, the dilemma is that NRA management is considering is uh, should the NRA Women's Forum make itself inclusive to trans women, and uh, this this is what this is what NRA management uh, is is really trying to avoid having this discussion if they can, and and the question then becomes well you know why why would you want to kowtow to that uh, you know and, and I guess I guess what I'm saying is that NRA should be open to everyone regardless of anything if you want to be a member of NRA just like if you want to be a right. member of GOA whatever that should have nothing to do with it however once you start saying NRA women's forums are going to accept the uh, the common uh, I'm trying to re- reach for the right word, Mark, and I'm just failing. But what's why should they? Okay, maybe you can explain to me why they should and why they shouldn't. Because no, and, my, and my this vote- is a this is a great example of the effectiveness of gaslighting. This is something right. that for the entire history of the National Rifle Association, we've never discussed until 2023, and it never needed discussed. But this is the effectiveness yeah. of what the media has done. And, 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 and to where, where if you're going to talk about it and make a public statement, you're going to choose your words carefully because you don't want people to say, well, this guy's a hater, this guy's a bigot, this guy's a whatever. No, that's not it at all. But the, but the bottom line is the fact that you have to choose your words so carefully, uh, you know, no matter what I say, it's going to offend people anyway. So I guess I, guess I should just go on record and say, hell no. Okay? No, they shouldn't. Well, you know... I've been working with trans activist gun rights supporters for years, and, and it's never I, and it, it's it, never been an issue. And, and as a matter of fact, I, I was I was thanked by one uh, at the last gun rights policy conference I went to in mm-hmm. Chicago for for standing up for her uh, because she spoke at the same 2010 uh, Second Amendment rally you and I met at, mm-hmm. and. A, a Christian channel put out videos of all the speeches and left hers out. And I wrote a special column saying, look, it's this person's right to uh, feature whoever he wants on his website. However, for the benefit of all gun rights supporters, you can't forget the fact that this person also had the courage to stand up there to give a speech to benefit all of us, and and did that as did that as a special column, as a special feature, and so 
that's not the issue as far as I'm concerned. But to me, a women's forum should be a women's forum. But then again, I, I kind of uh, uh, balk at having specialized things anyway, like a congressional black caucus. I wouldn't particularly want to care to see a congressional white caucus. And, and I think that, you know, if we're going to try to be Americans, we ought to be unified, you know, e pluribus unum. But that's just me. Well, if you want to get race out of the issue, then take race out of the issue. Yeah. And it was Morgan Freeman who said it brilliantly when he was talking to Mike Wallace. Stop referring to me as a black man and refer to me as 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 Morgan uh, Freeman, period. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that simple. And ladies and gentlemen, it is that simple to real Americans. But it's not when they're trying to use these issues to divide us. That's why we've never had that, that discussion. The NRA would have never had that discussion prior to the gaslighting that's been going on. You, you want to be a member of the NRA? Be a member of the NRA. Call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Nobody ever gave a crap. And the individual that you're talking about has been a guest on this show before. You know, so I, Look, the danger here is the fact that we're talking about it. In the sense that they want us talking about it. Is that in and of itself a victory for them? Sure. And 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 what's the motivation behind creating a demand for it? Is there a sincere motivation behind creating the demand for it? Or is it simply put in there to create turmoil? It's put in to create turmoil and to talk to call anybody that might disagree with what they're doing. Maybe us even in this conversation bigots. It's so that they can divide us. And boy, they are being effective with it. They really, truly are. It is, it is, it's an effective technique. And, uh, you know, propaganda has been used effectively throughout human history. None better than Germany in the early 20th century. And today's Marxist, communist, progressive, former Democrats are using it to their advantage. They own the mainstream press. They own higher education. David, my first text from my son when he went to college for the first day, Monday, was, Dad, my professor is asking for pronouns. That's the first text I got from him. Not, wow, this is really cool. This class has 200 students in it. That was the first text I got from him. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would hear something like that. And here, yet again, here we are. Like I said, we all know what bathroom to use. Now they have people questioning. Maybe that. I'd like to. uh, I'd like to real quick. I'd like to real quick before the break just just bring up one thing, and I indicated, and we texted back and forth that I do have a new article coming out on Amaland. It's not been published yet, but it's about the new Alec Baldwin findings that I say could open the door to additional charges besides the original one. And we all know that the uh, forensic report came out and said, you know, he would have had to have pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. There's no other way. And all I really wanted to talk about is is the conclusion that I come to is that uh, Baldwin has repeatedly insisted he never pulled the trigger. The report says that's not true. That makes a legitimate question. Was he lying? 
under similar circumstances, would an ordinary citizen without high-priced lawyers and powerful connections be charged with obstruction of justice, lying to law enforcement, and perjury, especially if such existentially powerful motives to stick to his story were demonstrable? And he is going to stick to that story. He is in it neck deep. He can't get out of it. He can't backtrack. He can't weasel his way out of it. Therefore, he will stick to that story forever. And we will wait and see what happens. That's actually on my list to talk about coming up in the next hour. David Kodry, a great work. Ladies and gentlemen, read this column over at Amoland. Trump's Georgia prosecutor is a typical leftist gun grabber. You'll find takes on this prosecutor that the mainstream media isn't telling you. It'll make you think things that you don't think when you hear it on regular, quote unquote, fake news outlets. David Kodria, thanks for everything that you do, man. We'll talk to you later in the week. Armed American Radio will be back in six minutes at the after this break on the flip side. Don't go away. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 